Damaged Goods Podcast. It's the worst way to hold a microphone, you know? It sounds well, like that's, shit. Exactly. That's and, why, though, that's what gets me through indie shows and shit like that, because that's what I picture in my head. I'm like, yep, right now they're gripping that mic like a dick. And they dude, wish every, it was a dick. Every fucking sound man will be like, uh, you know, if they ever get a chance to sound check or be the earlier sound man will, suggest, you know, not even suggest, be like, Yo, don't cup this microphone. It's it's in your interest. And, and no fucking rapper listens. And I won't even front. There was times when I was younger where... It would just slip into the. There's like some natural inclination to to do that, but once you really learn and practice and tour and do sh- enough shows, you realize it. It sounds like shit. Yeah, dude. you're just muffling your shit. Yeah, the, the mics are designed for a reason. Like yeah. they they weren't designed for you to cup your hand around it. That's why every every uh, rapper that comes on the podcast, I have to. I mean, I tell everyone not to, but no one ever, no one but a rapper ever cups the fucking mic on my podcast. Good. And it's got the fucking fuzzy little like uh, poppy filter things. All like you're cupping that. Right. Like, why would you cup that? I don't know. I'm telling you. They, you know what? Maybe with this, maybe they'd be imagining a titty. Maybe. But yeah. Do you know what? I think it has because you know if you hold the mic like you're supposed to, right? This isn't really when you, valid. When you hold when you hold the mic with your your hand lower on the on the thing, right? Like almost like the way Bob Barker holds the mic on Price is Right, right? <laughs> that almost looks more like you're holding a dick to your mouth. And I think when they're cupping it, you don't doesn't look like a dick, but it actually does. It looks like they're deep throating. Right. Dick. It, that, that's how they the are gripping the, yeah. that mic. They're gripping and it like, like a dude, dick. Dude, spit all over. Like sharing microphones, Yo. looking back at shows, spit, banging their teeth on those things are dented. You know why there's dents on those? It's from the For teeth. For the teeth. Like, your mouth is not supposed to hit the mic. Oh it's not God, supposed to dude. hit it. That that is really gross when you think about it. if if there's five acts on a show, the the amount of different germs and spit on there. Yeah, I've noticed though, like being on tours at this point, that there's a lot of there's a lot of people that either bring their little alcohol wipes with them or they specifically bring their yeah. own mic. Like they're not. Well, fucking yeah, when you get it, professional like, with it because they yes. understand that. But otherwise, it's like you're like in the running to get simplex too. Yo, like fucking for so real. many germs. I don't know why I. Girl, I did not cheat on you. These herpes, I swear. I don't know where they came from. I See, don't know. You're lucky because when you're a DJ uh, with a mic at a show, there's only two to three the night. You guys have a lot less germs to deal with. Well, that's not always necessarily no. true. Depending on the situation, um, sometimes I have to take a fucking mic from an MC, oh, which yeah, is you like, you don't get me into that, you know, going yeah. back. We yeah. used to grant passage to the motherfucking yeah. MC to grab the mic. Why the fuck yeah. do I have to ask an MC for the mic if I'm yeah. a DJ? See that the so voice. Sometimes we're sharing it. That voice of the authoritarian uh, old school ethos right there is, is my homegirl DJ Beans. She is is a fucking a DJ in the in a true sense of the hip hop word. You know she didn't just start DJing two years ago using Serato and shit. Fact. She's probably fucking got muscles pulled on her back from carrying. An, uh, crates of wax and shit and, <sighs> and doing shows and, and you're not just like a DJ like a a DJ that just does parties and, and clubs and I've had DJs like that on but there's a difference between the person that only does that but then also DJs like shows it, you know which is a different level of artistry within the DJ realm you know you're with an artist an MC or an MCs yes and you're doing a, a whole different kind of thing than rocking a party per se you are rocking yes, a party but it's a but different it's, it's definitely different yeah and I actually I have really I've just come to to love the touring and, and that kind of stuff because not only are you, I mean, for me, being a hip-hop fan and being a Golden Era fan, yeah. it's so dope recently to have been able to 
DJ sets for you know people that I used hey, to go see live been, who, and shit like that. So, with a bunch of elders. Who, like who? Yeah. Talk. So um, let's see. So it started you know a few years back. I went on the Smokers Club tour with Wise P from the Rangers. You yeah, know, y'all yeah. go back to the yeah. the Jay Z albums. Yeah, you know, dude, Wise P. Is, is, shit. And, and the Smokers Club tour was a, is a was a, is, I don't know if it's still going down. It was a big ass you know, tour for a few years. I've been hearing many years. talks of one happening again, but I don't know for a fact. Don't quote me on it. It's just it's floated around, but super dope. Um, headliners: Method Man and Red Man. Yeah. Um, be real. Uh, the last half was pretty dope. Burner was on there. Yeah. Um, it's whole bunch basically of other acts, uh, rappers but... that are known for smoking weed. Right. You know, if you, for people who are not familiar. Yes. If you even I put it know. in the lamest of layman's terms, right there. Right. I feel like even people that don't smoke. Yeah. They're familiar. Yeah. They yeah, get it. They get it. I hope so. Anyway. Yeah. If you're listening to this it's a big shit, tour. it's a good yeah. rap tour. As far as rap yeah. tours go, there's not a lot of them, and there's not a lot of great ones. Exactly. And that was definitely like I can't I can't tell you every night it was super dope because Be Real would come out with his DJ and they did this. So he wasn't doing a Cypress Hill thing he was just doing a it was just be real yep but Um, what what music was he doing he, I mean, he always does. Like, I've seen B-Real perform live by himself, and he does has he his have classics. Does he have non... Am I, like, retarded for not knowing he is non-Cypress Hill shit? You know, for the, for the most part, the shit that he has done is, like, collab stuff. Yeah, that's what he, I'm saying. Guest verses and such. He's been on a lot such. of stuff. Yeah, like, but, you know, but, but he never put out his own shit solo, you know, did he? I'm tripping right now, too, because now that I'm thinking about it... I don't know. I know wow, he's done a gang of collabs. Terrible. I should, but yeah. Now that I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't mm. know B-Real did a record B-Real. on Alchemist's first official album. Right, the the first official oh. Alchemist album, and the, oh. it was this Alchemist beat, just be real, and the the sample was Doobie Brothers, Jesus is just all right with me, which is like one of my favorite fucking songs. I have that record over there right now. He and you know he does. It, I mean, I know he has solo like mixtape stuff and all of that shit. So very well, you know, mm-hmm. got. But anyway, uh, yeah, right yeah. now. But yeah, let so, me not get in yeah, trouble so for not knowing. My, my, my bad. My bad. Be real. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, so um, you know, recently, um, it was really dope because uh, doing shows with Bishop Lamont. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we form an aftermath and everything like that. Uh, my first really big show that wasn't on tour, but when I was uh, when I actually moved to LA, um, we got, I got to do Dilla Day LA, the first oh, one. Dope. And when I tell you that was such a blessing just to be. A part yeah. of anything that has to do with honoring Where Dilla. Where was that one? Where they do um, that, one? that was at the Regent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was downtown. sold it was out. Venue. It was incredible. So I got to DJ for Fat Lip uh, from Farside that night. Yeah. Um, I got to DJ for Ono. Um, you know, especially yeah. a lot of West Coast classic. You know, yeah. legends. That's Michael dope. Myers. Um, and then I got to do the the second Dilla Day too. And then I did you know my little tribute set to the Fallen and stuff like that. So um, that was really dope. Um, I've gotten shit. I got to DJ for RBX at a, a you know, me and Razkaz and Bishop did a lot of shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've gotten to DJ for Razkaz a few times. Um, and then uh, shout out to Indigenous. I'm not stealing your job. Got you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. That's but nice. uh, and then recently, uh, J Ro from the Alcoholics. Oh yeah. Um, his solo joints that he did out here in LA. Uh, did a few shows with him, and we're actually, as a matter of fact. We got a little collective um, that we're doing right now called the Cali Hop Stage. And Cali Hop is like J-Rose concept of like, you know, what it's not backpack rap. It's not gangster rap, yeah, yeah. like, you know, that whole genre. But yeah. it's actually me, him, uh, Chris the Glove, who was, you know, Ice, um, Ice-T's first DJ, uh, shit, Death Row, all that. Um, and then Zulu King, DJ Hayes. So that's been pretty dope. Um, but I've gotten to, you know, just randomly... Being at these places and getting to DJ for like legends from no legends, no it's cast. just it's super dope. And so, like, if y'all couldn't fucking tell from her accent, uh, DJ Beans is from the East Coast, specifically she's from Boston, right? Yes, sir. So you 
are an East Coast DJ, and, and there's there's always like the stereotypes of of East Coast people from a, like not the current era, but my era, and then yours, and those before it, of you know like the elitist East Coast thing, and not being as familiar with, especially Southern and Midwest rap, and and then West Coast rap to a very small extent, right? Now you you was DJing the Bean for fucking years and doing your thing come to LA and then you even are doing your thing even more so right but you're yes. rocking with a lot of west coast cats and you know artists that we're familiar on the east coast for sure but not not that much yeah. you did you know a whole bunch of west coast shit before you came out here but um this is that's what's crazy is that I've um definitely always been more of like east coast boom bap that grimy hip-hop shit like that's always just been my flavor so of course I knew of a lot of west coast hip-hop um but I will tell you, working on um, especially Zulu Tribe Radio on Be Real TV with uh, Mark Love, who was Farside's yeah. first DJ, Viciously, who was Tupac's DJ, um, I started interviewing a lot of West Coast artists, and I started realizing, you know, people like Psycho Realm, that I would hear songs and stuff like that then. But I've just been schooled to a lot more West Coast shit that was actually influential on East Coast shit. So, you know, back then when these things were big... The internet wasn't out. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, we yeah. weren't getting shit like that. Yeah. Me, like, I was in high school and shit when that was coming out. That's the thing. So shit like, didn't travel back then like no, it does it really now. So didn't. it's a little easier to be down with different sounds than it exactly. was in the 90s and shit or whatever. Exactly. You basically had to have... Everybody would have had, like, a cousin or a friend or brother that, like, had moved from one of these regions and they would bring things with them. Right. And that's how you got down. Oh, you, you had to have a plug that was getting yeah. those, you know, tapes or whatever it may be. Yeah. Because, you know, we had MTV and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. So, you get, a, you get the, so commer- the very, very commercial shit. Like, we knew Dr. Dre, yeah. Snoop Dogg, yeah. Cypress Hill, you Park know, shit, all that but, stuff. Yeah. Right. But very, very limited. And uh, I, from, I remember when I was little, man, I... I didn't fuck with much West Coast rap at all. Like, I respected... Obviously, I liked NWA. Uh, just, I don't even know why other than why not. And then uh, The Chronic was dope because I liked the production and shit. But even, like, after The Chronic, I kind of, like... I still, like, knew Snoop was dope and shit, and I liked his first album, but the sounds, for some reason weren't resonating right i never liked Pac until later even though he's my favorite of all time now no 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 he's my favorite he's my favorite you of want all to time. fight right now. yo shout see, out to money Miz. i know i, I know you here right now see, Miz. that's the Miz, yeah, i need you here I know, right now I, I know he always because i can't that. speak as deeply on this oh, I as i want to i, I, you, I listen man like I, i'm a but, east coast dude right i never even listened to tupac until i was 21 years old Baltimore. yeah either way and, and new york but that's why he's not he's just my favorite of all time and i have reasons why um and shit like that. You know, I have two, two good examples of why he's the... Three, really, but two specific ones. But I say that enough. But my whole point was, right, I never listened to shit outside of the East Coast either, dude. I, I said something like, dude, I was in seventh grade getting hand jobs from girls in Wu wear hoodies. Like, <laughs> right. girls listened <laughs> to Wu-Tang. Like, you know, like, I was all into J-Wu and, and fucking Gangstar and Mob Deep, you name it, and Smith right. and Wesson, whatever. And it was real hard for me to get outside of that sonically. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, when you grow up and you mature a little bit, and you know, maybe once I started going to LA as a as a late teenager in San Francisco, and then going to Atlanta and shit like that in my early twenties, now I get it a little more because I I see where it's being created from. And you you ain't supposed to ride the fucking T or ride the subway banging some of that West Coast shit. It doesn't work. Right, like well, I don't listen to Mob Deep banging and driving on the freeway sometimes either. You know, like oh, I like I that. Do. I mean, I do, but I mean, I like it in my headphones, walking on the street, like it's right. cold out, and I have a hoodie on. You know. Um, but you know, that's what's funny though, because um, 
I, I have to be honest with you. I'm still like, I still, all of that, that West Coast music, much respect. And, and, and I work with I mean, a lot a of people. I mean, there's a gang of it people, I don't like. So don't get me wrong. I still don't. I don't listen to there's any of that of shit. But like. now I'm actually about to drop uh, Rain and Real, California Love. And What's that? this, uh, my Rain and Real series, it's like raining as in like royalty rain. Mm-hmm. And uh, this series, I've dropped about 153 volumes. Um, oh, shit. And it's usually, you know, it's, it's just, a lot of it's a mix of old school hip hop and then like the newest stuff like you know terminology stuff and you know that type of music um and this one is all california artists from top to bottom but it's more of like jurassic five yeah um planet asia razkaz um then you know i go into the whole latino side which is a different realm of that west coast hip-hop that i didn't have access to back then that i have more appreciation for now which i've come across you know throughout the years I've, I've, I've learned more about it, yeah. but, um, you know, there, there's actually a lot that a lot of people on the East coast is still probably deprived yeah, of. For sure. So, you know, this tape, I'm sorry. It don't have no pock on it. Um, don't have Dre, like all that, you know, there's some corrupt on <laughs> well, yeah, there and but stuff you, like that. But why? But, that just gets enough light as it is. It's cool right. that you show so, light to other shit. I'm excited about this tape actually, because it, it, it is different for me because I still come out here to these gigs though. Mm-hmm. And they fucking love it when I get up there and drop that mob deep. Oh they yeah. They want to hear that course. Wu-Tang. You know, like, and that's the difference between the West so and the dope. East coast out here. They love it when you throw that on in the, in the East coast. You not can't as much. really. Right. And it's a bummer because dude, I have a lot of like native LA, LA friends, Angelinos, whatever the fuck, you know, like born and bred people and they love being that I'm from the East Coast and, and, and when, when I'm playing some of that shit, they fucking love it. It's so awesome to them and they appreciate it and they know it. They right. know about Big L and rare mob deep cuts and all no. this shit. But you go to the East Coast, few of these motherfuckers know about like Sugar Free and some Cuddy E40 songs. And, and, and that's Spice the shit that they One. really should know, it's though. Fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's though that's the shit, that shit at this point they should yeah, know. Dude. Some hieroglyphics. Access, we were banging yo. souls back then, See, casual back shit, then. You're love gonna love it this tape. Oh, I might have to give you. A, I'll send you <laughs> yeah. a little exclusive. I would love it. Dropping. I would love it because yo, I think there's a lot of dope West Coast hip hop that you know didn't get a lot of shine back then because there, there was shit that was super popular and whatever. But even right now, there's a, a lot of great artists out. I don't like a lot of new hip-hop stuff. at all. I very don't much, but there's great shit right. out here. Well, I honestly, this is how I felt for a long time. You know, I had to come to terms with what today's quote-unquote yeah. hip-hop yeah, you is. You can't get upset about you know, it. It's and just the way being it is. a DJ, you know, I've had to stop being as stubborn as I want to be, you know, and, and just and do it right. I can stay true to my craft and at the same time make other people happy. Um, but I have a really incredible feeling right now about the way hip hop and the actual elements and the culture are going to make a comeback. I feel like the DJs are about to be the A&Rs again. And I feel the same way, but I really do think with the quality of the stuff that's coming out now, it's the same, like history repeats itself. So same thing for us when we were banging, you know, all this shit, you know, and, and our parents mm-hmm. and, and everybody was like, ah, oh, what is this noise? This isn't music, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Same thing We're that people was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear them hi-hats same and I'm shit. like, oh, fucking shoot me in the face. <laughs> I can't hear this shit. Like, there's only so much I can take. There's only, you know, if, if I'm going to spin that trap shit all night, fuck yeah. you, pay me. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny though, is like, I mean, yeah, there's all that shit that I, I've done a real good job of like kind of just tuning out from all the way, um, which is awesome. But then, like, I'll, I'll meet some young motherfuckers, like, way younger than me, and maybe it's for the novelty, maybe it's not, that are into the, the sound that you and I are kind of more familiar with, right? And, like, you have young-ass dudes, like the Joey Badasses and, like, yes. young dudes in our future and, like, all these guys who, who rock with that shit. But, I mean, I'm not just talking about artists doing it. I'm meeting just kids who ain't even artists, who are just fans, you know, dudes on the come-up, and... uh 
that's kind of ill that somebody put them on or somewhere along the line they got into that because it's making new artists make music like that, which is nice. Or like, actually do their research, yeah. the ones that care. Because actually right yeah. now, as a matter of fact, th there's a lot of artists that are coming out and showing um, versatility and showing that they can meet somewhere in the middle to the millennials but stay true yeah. and have respect. Um, my big thing is, I don't care what kind of music you do, but if you do your research and you at least know the yeah, history and yeah, you know the I culture, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. it, it means a lot more to me than these motherfuckers that get on there and like, no. you want to disrespect, you know, like the godfathers of our shit, like Premiere yeah. and shit like that, because you don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. for me, I feel like that's that's really important and that's that's something that a lot of these newer artists overlook, but I'm starting to see, like you said, like yeah. some of these some young cats are being put and, onto yeah. it. And, you know, when they listen to it, they respect it and they want to hear it. And, you know, I'm actually working with this young cat right now. I don't know if you're familiar with Michael Myers. He's from Carson. Um, yeah, he's I know the name. Here, I know you know, name. He's, he is incredible. You'll hear him on this tape. Um, I'm doing some work with him, but he's the same way. But, you know, he does stuff along the lines of scoring and all that. But between him, you know, he works with some younger kids. So he got on with on some trap beats recently with them and blew his blew their minds because they were like, you can't mm -hmm. rap over this shit. He goes, you give me the drums, I'm going to rap over it. So now I got this other young cat. Um, his name's Cody Ray. Um, he he's is, a West Coast dude too. Yep, and he's yeah. born and raised out here. I think, you know, he's like 27 or something like that, but he has a really dope delivery and a flow and all that. And he, he he's not into all that trap bullshit. He respects all the golden era, but he knows how to meet in the middle. You know yeah. what I mean? So he can he's getting like a million views on Facebook and stuff mm. like that right now. So me, him, and Michael Myers are actually going to do a mixtape. And, and Michael's going to get over, you know, trap beats. And, you know, Cody's going to get over some classic hip-hop beats like boom bap and all that stuff. And it's going to be like a new verse old type of thing. Mm. But it was really dope to watch Cody hear Michael come in and rip some shit and be like, yo, I got to go home and step my bars up. I'm going to go home and do some research right now. Yeah, dude, that's good. So when I see stuff like that, I'm like, this hope. Sharpening the swords. This hope. Yeah, man. This hope. Yo, I just noticed, man, you got like nails, right? Like on your hands. Yes. And uh, how the fuck do you DJ with those nails? So this is actually, this is funny. I do my own, by the way. Oh, shit. So, okay. Um, one, of my, one of my mentors, actually, when he came down um, some years back so we could just get on some scratch practice, it was one of the first things he said. He goes... You need to take your nails off. We're not going to say who this person uh, no, is. DJ Yakor. He's dope as shit. He's, uh, he's from Pennsylvania. Um, what part of so, Pennsylvania? Shit, like, I think like that, man. It's definitely not Philly. It's like <laughs> out there in Amish town and oh, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, of course. Um, he's, he's super dope. So he actually, he's a big part of my career. He uh, it was one of the first people to come to me and be like, yo, Beans, you don't know how to do this fucking digital shit. Don't drop a fucking mixtape and waveform get your shit together <laughs> like i had no idea and you know he just he, he guided me he's always kept it real those, um we need those so i did i took my nails off and i'm like all right i do i see it i got the control so those come and go like if you have a gig tonight per se if those i are had off? to go do something where i really had to like go get it like if i was gonna go on one of these mix sessions with all these dope ass yeah. you know og djs that are out here i would definitely file these bitches all the way down so those are real deal those ain't like clippy clipping books no nah, like, i put my own little you know, overcoat gel and all that, you know, French manicure style, you know. It's tough, man. It's you know. tough. I know, I know a lot of, um, I, I hate saying things like female DJs and shit, but I, I, I know a lot of female DJs and I know some that are like DJ DJs, like you, that fucking, even if they're not carrying 
like crates of vinyl anymore. They're still using Serato. They 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 can juggle. They can scratch sometimes. They they mix. And then I know some that just you know are like button pushers and shit. I bet it's a lot easier to be a button pusher with a a, a hand of pretty nails and shit. I'm not gonna lie. I see some of these girls out there styling. Cause my thing was always like I'm not. I'm I'm a big girl when it comes down yeah, to it. Yeah, I like yeah. to get fly from time to time. But the only thing I've ever really gave a fuck about for some reason is my nails. It's hilarious. But well, I usually keep them a lot DJ, shorter. But good. you know what though? I don't have. I know how to control my shit now. So my thing is, I know what I can do. I know where my hands need to be. I can control it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. So go. if I was going to be getting into some battle type of shit, it's a whole nother story. Yeah. I'm kind of, filing the claws down. Yeah, you're right. Taking, taking you know off saying? the gloves. But yeah. So, yeah. You I know. Yeah, I can still get it in. But I do look at these girls with some of their nails, and I'm like, you can't. Those cat claw well, joints yeah. that be all pointy, you yeah. can't you can't hit a fader like you, that. You that shit's gonna be yeah. popping off. You can't do real DJ things, but nah, if you're a DJ, these, I can hit the fader with yeah. the shit. I'm like, those girls are the ones that are in in the environments of the elements where they're DJing, not like. I mean, they're DJing cool, fly, dance, chill music. They need to look good, wear a nice outfit, and just make sure that they're hitting the right buttons. And no one's, you know, like they're not even trying to really. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm be real. Like just because you mentioned this, I don't give a fuck. I, this shit bothered me real bad. So I'm last sure. year I went to I'm my first Nam last year, right? So tell them what Nam is. If okay. For the listeners don't oh, know. so so Nam is um, definitely what, the, the biggest music conference Perfect. that is um, in the United States. And it's uh, four days long. Southern um, California. Yes. And uh, when I tell you, it, it's, it's the dopest shit too, ever. It's it, like it, next weekend. It's the end of the month, right? Next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, can't, I cannot wait. Or, yeah. Um, 25th through the 28th, to be yeah. exact. But, yeah, last year I met, like, Jazzy Jeff and Qbert. And, you know, people were telling me, you got to pay attention to who's around you. But mm-hmm. it was my first time. It was, like, literally... Any musician, it's like yeah. walking into a fucking Toys R Us on steroids, yo. So yeah. I couldn't keep my eyes. I'm watching something that's, you know, somebody flipping a an MP3 and making an actual wax record in front of me. And I'm sitting there that's staring, great. and they're all taking pictures like with all these celebrities. A piece of vinyl? Yo, oh, in word. front of my Because I've, I've had vinyl made for me, for my shit. Oh, I've never got to see it, you know? I would have been awesome. Yo. Pressing. Dopest shit I've it's ever expensive, seen. expensive, dude. Yo. So, you know, but, um, that's, that's, yeah, Nam is a so, legendary conference. For yeah, music absolutely. Shit. And I got to meet a lot of people from overseas and they were like, yo, you're going to come to the one. I, I'm terrible. I should do my research. I, uh, I, I, I smoked a little bit of Chiba, but I think it's in Germany, but it's apparently like you got to take buses to the other buildings and shit like that. Oh, it's like um, spread out. Yeah. And this is, this one's really, really big. So last year I was walking through, um, you know, just checking it out and I, I stopped at this one tent. Because I saw this, you know, cute female DJ. She was a blonde girl. She had oh, her sparkly cute, little cute, glitter. Cute you know what I'm DJs saying? Get, get your eyes, man. It's <sighs> tough. I so dated them. Regardless, you know, even if even if they're fat and ugly and you can't tell they're a female, it's I don't care. Totally, yeah. You know, I'm going to support my female my female DJs. So, you know, I um, I stopped to, you know, see, let, let me see what she can do. So she's getting everybody hyped. She's like, all right, everybody, you ready? You ready? And, you know, people oh. are starting to crowd around. So she and was she on the mic, went, though, because a lot of them. She, had, she had a mic in her mic. hands. Oh, she shit. had her cute little, her headphones on and her laptop. And, you know, she, oh. she hit him with the one, two, three. And if y'all could see me right now, I'm just making a motion where I'm pushing a button. And she just pushed a button. And then started fist pumping. Oh, well, and was, I went, what kind of music was it? Like, oh, like, like Vegas lounge. Like, it club, was some, like yeah, boom, boom. like I don't even know. It wasn't even really, you know, I don't even want to say it was EDM. I don't know it what it was. Really but the bottom was. line was, is, she hit him cheesy. with the like. She was about to fucking like scratch with a titty or like, you oh, know, that, an earlobe. Oh, I, would, that been dope. That oh, I did dope. it. And, and then last night, as a matter of fact, at a gig, I um, 
I, I didn't realize how close it was, and I leaned over. Fucking hit the needle? Yo. It was on the one that was playing, too, so it was like, skirt! And I was like, sorry, titty. Big my bad. This is real female DJ problems. Yeah, you know, shit happens. I know, dude, I told my, my girl once to get fake tits. I was like, dude, no. Because she wants it to even out her ass. I was like, nah, dude, this is, you're straight. It's going to be an issue. Trust me. This fucking gets Yo, in the way. Look, you know. They're a blessing and a curse. They are a blessing and a curse. Awesome. I, was, I was born with some, some natural, beautiful things, and I'm very grateful for them. But trust me, sometimes they can be dangerous in Smack, many different ways. Smacking in the way. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Sometimes I, you can knock people out with them, though, too. But you got to careful when you run. Like, you can't get a black eye if you ain't wearing a bra and shit. Like, shit can get fucked up. You really can't. What, wait, say that again? What? If you don't wear a bra and you run, I you mean, depending get, oh, on. Oh, oh, the tit hit you in the face. Yeah, ah, yeah. Copy. My bad. My bad. I was, it's cool. I had a black eye uh, for one and a half days this week. From a titty? No, no. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Uh, no, my girlfriend's too small for a black guy. No, I was, uh, I surf, right? And, uh, I was up in Ventura on Monday. This, this week in particular in Southern California is a, it's a huge swell, which means like there's huge waves, powerful oh. waves everywhere. So it's prime surfing. I surfed like six days this week, five days in a row this week. Monday, I'm up in fucking Ventura, which is like an hour north of LA for those who don't know. And, uh, there's one place called Sea Street that always has ill big waves. And they were even bigger than they were forecasted that day. And I went, and there's only like seven other dudes in the water, which I should have like paid attention to that, you know? And, uh, you know, the little fucking lifeguard, or uh, what do you call it? Coast Guardy motherfuckers are on the shore, but whatever. So I paddle out, and it was an intensely strong current. I mean, fucking 20 minutes just for me to get out there. I'm exhausted already. These, the current is so strong, whatever. And I'm like, fuck, you know what? I'm just probably gonna get to catch one wave, and it's been so hard just to get out here. It's, I'm way out there, there's no one in here. So I, Fucking monster waves coming. I catch one, fucking ride it all the way into this pier. It's awesome, right? Great. I get off it. I'm thinking, maybe I fucking, maybe I paddle out for one more, right? So these waves are just coming one after another and a huge. So I'm paddling out, but not even very far, already going. And then this giant one comes. I'm on a longboard, so I have to like kind of roll under these waves, which is brutal because it might be like an eight foot wave or nine foot wave. You have to like duck under this wave, hold your board, and like hold your breath and not get whatever. One wave comes, boom, Not I do it, dead. I'm all good, I come up, catch my breath, pat a little, another even bigger one's coming, so I do the same thing again, but when I'm underneath, it just fucking takes me, rips my board from my hand, and somewhere under water, the board like smacks me in the face, Holy I got like a bloody shit. nose, a little like a bruise on my like fucking cheeky black eye thing, and then Damn. I came up, and they, it had washed me so close to shore, but when I came out of the water, I was like, all right, you know what, I'm like bloody, and it's not cool to be in the ocean with blood, so I was like, yeah, I'm good. Right, at this point, it's uh, I got him one wave already, it's straight, I'm out here alone, like whatever. But I was like, fuck, I'm about to have a black eye, and it sucks if you have a black eye and you didn't get into a fight. Right. But it it went away in a day and a half, it was awesome. It was very, it was light. I walked into a door, I swear. I know, exactly. I swear. That sounds like it hurt like a motherfucker, though. It it hurt a little bit, but not as much as it did the next day. My nose hurt the next day, like stinging, it didn't even hurt at at the time. Damn. It was all right. See, I, I self-inflict injuries on myself all the time. Look, that's yeah. a burn from that stupid kind of California heaters that oh, oh, I talk yeah, shit yeah. about on my Instagram story yeah. all the time because who the fuck? But yeah, yeah I get tiger stripes from that. Yeah, you, I thought you were a cutter early. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, it's all you know, good, though. you know, listen. But those then, are diagonal. Those aren't horizontal. Cutters are always horizontal. I guess. No, no, go. So, like, if you want to, not that anyone ever should commit suicide, but if someone's to commit suicide, oh, yeah, they yeah, split yeah. vertically. Oh, facts. People who cut for, like, a, you know, tension, depression, they cut yep. uh, horizontally just because it won't hurt you. Well, I have so Beans many Beans has a burn that's diagonal. That's what we're discussing. It literally looks like yeah. tiger stripes. You're, you're not like, a I guess cutter. zebra. Yeah. 
high five. But yeah, so I have so many self-inflicted wounds. I got like stab wounds in my hands and stuff. My hands are beat up. Mm. I grew up in I grew up in the street, son. Yeah, man. You it's know, Boston's a rugged place. But uh, yeah. But that's so. why you can you can use the the medicinal fucking benefits of cannabis to Yo, heal your fucking yes. physical wounds, not just your emotional and, and shit, but your physical wounds, man. As How a matter awesome of fact, is is it? It is unbelievable. I've uh, been doing a lot of cannabis events lately, and yeah. I'm 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 working. You know, directly and being able to talk to people that are in the medical cannabis industry. So there's this actually this one lady. I wish I could think of the name of the company, um, but there's a lot of you know CBDs becoming yeah. really big and everything for, like that for, now. If you guys don't know what that means, right? CBD is the property in cannabis that's like um, it has no. It's not the thing that gets you high. THC gets you high. CBD is just a thing that is awesome for your body, your mind. People use it for epilepsy, AIDS, can't, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. As a matter of fact, I, not to get too off subject with it, but I went yeah. to a really big science lab that I, you know, I won't name, but they gave me this sample of these eye drops because I have dry eyes, so my eyes are mm. always watering. And when I was telling them about it, they gave me these CBD eye drops that actually cure cataracts. Um, they didn't have clearance yet to uh, practice with actual marijuana. So they had clearance to work with uh, the the CBD. They gave me a little sample. I wish, man, so if I could have had a bigger one, but so you use it over a course of time and it cures all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, the time I was using it, it was incredible. But um, this uh, this lady at one of the, the events at the Turp Market that I'm doing, the what, um, it's the called terp? the Turp Market. Like terpenes? Yes. So what, it, you know, Tell them what terpenes refer so to. So Turp is like, you know, all natural. Um, it's it's <clears throat> the all natural ingredients that are that are in things, not just <clears throat> cannabis, you know, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then specifically with cannabis, terpenes refer to like the oh, smell yeah, you get from, yes. from, from like ganja. Actual, shit. yeah. Actual terpenes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's what that, that potent stank is that you smell when people aren't spraying mm-hmm. it with their fake ass blueberry smells and all that. So right, good, um, point, good point. We call it top shelf, top shelf Thursdays because it really is. It's it's top shelf. It's incredible. Um, come. But yes, please do. It's it's so is, so. Uh, and you guys are like it's hip hop or what kind of music well, so is it? Well, so the thing is, so that where um the place is so big. There's an outside setup. I'm inside um, along with the Cali Hop stage. I'm the resident there. Um, mean Green throws it. So on the stage, you know, I I do. When I get up there, people, you know, they're coming in there for my old school hip hop, you mm. know, so I'm, I'm always switching <clears throat> it up on that. Um, you know, J-Ro, when he was over there in, in Sweden for so long, you know, he started DJing a little something. So he gets up there and does his little thing. Chris the Glove, Hayes. Uh, is, we'll this, is this a Be Real TV connected no, thing? This is actually, no, this is good. This is all Mean Green is actually the one. A lot of people out here, if, if you're from California, you know who Mean Green is. Uh, people on the East Coast are probably not familiar, but he's, you know, an, an award-winning cannabis grower. Um, he's been doing these events for a really long time. Um, uh, he was actually, he was in a hip-hop group, Western Hemisphere, with Razkaz and, and Michael Myers many years back. So that's stuff, you know, I'm learning now, uh, getting familiar with. Um, J-Ro actually called me uh, when they first started doing an event at the Hollywood Hemp Museum some months back. And he was just like, you know, I'm going to have my, my alcoholics table in there. I'd like you to come in and DJ. And, you know, we just started expanding on it as we went throughout the months. So Mean Green is really the one who, who put the whole entire event together. Um, and I'm just at, you know, I'm just on the little Cali hop stage, as we yeah. call it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the music. I'm providing, you know, I always say, come for funky beats and funky chiba. So That's cool. Yeah. And so, like... Uh, cats are just blazing left and right. I mean, it's right? you know, basically, it's 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 just it's a whole bunch of vendors and stuff like that. Um, but no booze. There's no booze in this place, right? 
No booze. Right. Yeah, it's and, alcohol and free. And not be wild, but you can't be sliding nope, it. No, you right. can't be sliding it in. We don't, because you know, when it comes down to it, like, I've noticed what I love about this is that without the alcohol, first of all, there ain't no lines for the damn bathroom. Yep. Okay. I yep. love that. As, yeah. a, as a female, don't have especially to too, like, do blow Lord have mercy. Either, right. They're not drinking. Exactly. Because no one's doing blow and smoking weed. It's lovely. It's not, you, you don't do those two together. You know, you definitely ain't going to come to a weed event geeked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Nah, dudes are coming there with maybe some snacks and the You jam. know, exactly. Exactly. So there's actually all the boots and stuff in there. There's edibles. There's not edibles. They have Are there couches? Incredible. Are there places to fucking sit Every, and lay it's down? It's a movie theater. Okay, because so I'm So it is at the Hollywood Playhouse. So there's actually over 200 seats in there they do a medicated movie Mondays you can go in there and you get your medicated popcorn and drinks and mm. but for the non-smokers too it's really medicated dope because Mondays. yo God, so dude, you can you go. can go on the Instagram they, they show like old movies you actually get to pick they have polls up where you what? can go on there and you can pick um you know, you can vote on what movies well, you want to see. I'm sending a snob. I'm doing. I'm setting up yeah. fake accounts. I'm fucking. I'm yeah, just going be voting, hard. voting, going some, hard. Yo, yeah, get, get it in. You better shit. hope you fucking. Well, they give you a list of things to pick from, oh, so you know. Christ. So yeah, you can't. Yeah, I but, should tell him to stop throwing a really yeah. shitty one in no, there. We'll do I'm that. Down with some cool Me and Green, we're about to torture you, son. But it's uh, that's um, uh, that's dope, man. That but yeah, you got but. That shit. But, I mean, honestly, this has been incredible because, like I said, I've been learning a lot. This is something incredible I just learned Thursday. I don't have, you know, super details on it, but it's something that I learned about that's so amazing. Oh, so the lotion, by the way, going back to that, that I was going to tell you about, this is an actual THC lotion as opposed to CBD. Mm. So you put enough so on, you you'll get, get high. So you will get out. So they oh, say, you know, for shit. people who don't. So, you know, I have Copper Tunnels DJing for years. Of course. Um, I used it. For a few days, and at first I didn't feel any instant pain, but after a few days, I mean instant pain relief, but after a few days, and it wasn't greasy, it's amazing. It's so good. It wasn't greasy. No. See, I have a, I have a CBD spray that I and like, and I use CBD. it for certain things on, on my joints, but it is kind it's of greasy. Old, it's greasy, yeah. Yes. And, and I can't just like put a shirt on and fucking go somewhere with see, it. See, and with this, I mean, too, if you're a smoker already... The chances of you really getting high from the lotion is like yeah. slim to none. You've got to really It'd be load somebody it up. who doesn't smoke. But right? you have a headache and you rub it on. Like, it's, you know, you use it over time. And the thing is, her prices were incredibly reasonable. I have her info, so I'll have to, you know, pass it along later. Mm. But then, you know, they have, like I said, they have the taco stand and stuff in there that you know, oh, So they have a taco is. stand. I was, that, okay. You can't really have a, like, a weed smoky event without, without snacks or food or something, dude. Facts. You know, and that's what we've been talking about because we're like, we need. And it's a money maker. Snacks. Those people are guaranteed to get fucking paid. So my homegirl, oh, and I feel terrible because I'm because you listen, don't remember her cause, name because you're high no I know her name but oh. I don't have her Instagram because I would love oh. to give it but I will post it at some point but she comes in and she has these fucking peanut butter and regular coffee cakes and she has the, the edible and non coffee cakes yo never, never heard, heard of it of in my yeah, life yeah, yeah. apparently Same. this is they, they when they talk Sounds about delicious. it they're like oh this reminds us of high school like J-Ro yeah. and all them old school motherfuckers I'm like we didn't never get no coffee of, fucking yeah, cake yeah. in high school get a yeah. fucking cookie I, lucky honey, get a soft one with a hot baby that was it we didn't get no honey buns for breakfast cake. on the way to you school you feel me that was my but yeah so but yeah the 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 you know out here no disrespect and, and Royce, don't unfollow me on Twitter because I'm about to talk shit about tacos. Royce the Five Nine said he's gonna unfollow people for talking shit about I loved, tacos. Oh, I love tacos. I'm not Yo, gonna unfollow you, but yes, I, go ahead. I love them, but fuck. It's just all there is is fucking what tacos want? and burritos. Gotta, I like quesadillas though, so I'm addicted. You gotta, to you gotta like uh, accept what's locally good. Right? I, yeah, Pizza so sucks here. Tacos sucks on the East Coast. No, yeah, but you know. So, but anyway, I ain't hating on it. But this stand, when I good. tell you this shit is so bomb. And even if it wasn't, if you're high as fuck, it's gonna be awesome. Yo, facts. That's yeah. true too. But you know, it's, yeah. I like. I, I one thing I like since since coming to California is I've gone to a gang of these uh, events of different magnitudes where it's it's a 
weed event more or less right right the there's fucking mad live music. There's a lot of people, but there's not a bunch of booze. Like, um, oh yeah, the, it's drama the, free. That was the whole point of all that. Exactly, anyway. and just the joint free. they do in San Bernardino, Chalice Fest, right? My boys uh, from Hitman uh, Glass Company, which is from Boston, are part of the throwers, right? So first year I moved to LA, they were like, "Oh, yo, come through, man. I got a couple uh, artist passes for you guys. Come backstage, whatever, whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, this is dope, man. You know, I I, I don't always want to go out and drink, but." I can't be sober around a bunch of drunk assholes in a bar. So you go to these things, you just smoke away. There's dope music, and and it's and I'm getting in for free. We have these sick ass backstage passes. So me and my former girlfriend, we go at the time, and she smokes, but she don't want to smoke like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm there, and I, these guys are the guys judging the shit. We're up in the judging area with all the fucking medals, and they're yes. just dudes just giving me handfuls of ganja that I can't even take. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this shit? Just dabs left and right. I'm drinking fresh lemonade and strawberry juice, no booze. And my girl's like, kind of trying to keep up with me, which she should not have fucking done. My ex girlfriend, she never, should not have done try. this. And then she took a couple of dabs with these guys, and like, dude, these, and I don't even like dabs. I don't like but dabs I can, either. But I can handle I can my shit. It. But this is these are super strong. Dabs these guys give it, and she and ain't built for that. Oh, no. she smoke. She is, but she isn't. You know what I mean? She ain't a smoke smoker. Like she ain't dabbing like this. And so she takes a couple. We're chilling. We're watching. I think like Action Bronson was on. Then we're walking back or backstage or whatever. And then she's just starting to fucking look out, like dude, like. And she's like, uh, uh and then I. She communicated to me one way or another that she gotta lay down. So I took her to the fucking car. Put her in there. She took a little nappy McNapplesteins. I went back in. I had to sober up too because I couldn't fucking drive from San Bernardino this blaze back anyway. So I had to just like unhigh myself for a little while, which is brutal. And then I fucking shook it off and drove her sleeping ass back to LA. Shit. See? Okay. For me, all right. Maybe it's that I'm super ADD. I don't know what the fuck it is. But for me... She's Weed a sweet girl. I didn't mean to brag about that. No, that was no disrespect. Some people can't no. smoke. There's, there's motherfuckers that are champion smokers that can't keep up with some people. I, I just mean, happen to yeah. be one of those people that the only reason I'm going to tap out on smoking is, in all honesty, just because like I'm trying to preserve my lungs. I don't need to be yeah. that high, yeah. but and I, don't I can get that high. I have Nothing knocks me out. Yeah. Like I will smoke the strongest fucking indica in the world. <sighs> I'd be laughing... Anyway, but let, let yeah. so more on the on the on the thing yeah. on the um, <laughs> festival. So this yeah. is this is actually a good point. So I got to go to the Tommy Chong's Blazers Cup for my That's first time Ill. this year. That's pretty dope. That shit was dope. They actually did where, have like bear stands and stuff. That was in San Bernardino. At um, why is it all in the hot ass San Bernardino well, fucking Inland Empire? It has Valley. something to do with the, the laws out there. So uh, is what it is because it's I went a million to, degrees and you're high in the sun all day. It's yes, exhausting. Drink your waters. But you know what? This was actually um, the Blazers Cup. Was it was perfect weather. You, there's inside too like oh, it's not nice. just outside that's so they nice. got like the main stage but there's tents but for the most part it's like indoors in like a convention center this place the, the fairgrounds you're talking about i don't think it was the chalice cup i went to it was something else that it was like the alcoholics it was the um cannabis cup it was LA the one. joint that um brain fought right now but you know i think it was dog pound and them that threw it maybe yeah there's a few there but was the a, thing there was is like, like few of them we were all yeah. in the back with like it was like corrupts moon rocks and like the alcoholic shit but they had us in an area that was vip so i'm like yeah. why do you have all the shit that people are coming here to see in the vip so i don't know which one this was it wasn't yeah. chalice cup because they they got their shit together but I see people at those festivals and it's real funny because they yeah. be trying to keep up. And I'm Dude, like, don't, don't I've just try. never been one of those people that I don't understand how people puke off a of weed. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how people can't drive. And I'm sorry, maybe. No, I, mean, no, I can drive, but like, I mean, like, me road trips. I don't like to drive. Like, no, I get blazed. I'm talking about like 17 dabs in, not 17, but like yeah, but six see. dabs in. Okay. Uh, after like smoking, a couple, I don't like to drive right away. I like to chill for like dab. I can drive on everything but dabs and edibles, man. If I, I eat edibles, I don't like driving. Edibles, on edibles don't affect me at all. We have like uh, stomach Crohn's. My uh, friends with you Crohn's know, maybe, and edibles doesn't oh, affect them. I have colitis. You, 
That's yeah, that's why. So I have another homie with colitis. But I don't shit it out. It's, so. No, no, no. I have a homie with colitis <laughs> and a homie with Crohn's, and edibles don't work on neither of them. Oh, really? Yeah, neither of them. That, you eat, just hundred milligram ones enlightened and he, my, my life. Boy, he's a huge smoker. My my boy with colitis smokes more than you know, probably the same amount you and I would. But when he eats an edible, nothing, Yo. nothing. And he's a big dude. He's a football playing 240-pound motherfucker. Right. Well, you just enlighten me. Thank it's you. It's something to so do okay, with those digestive wasting, issues. Um, wasting yeah. calories yeah, on that no, shit. Yeah, just don't even eat those. Okay, thank you for telling Edibles me Edibles are awesome for me, but God, I can't drive you. on them. Okay, I can so do a lot on them, but I can't I drive. I will admit. So, for one thing, I just, I don't like dabs. I don't like. Yeah, fuck those, I'm dude. not into, I'm not like. I'm not going to sweat I'm not going to lie. I do have a, a really dope wax pen that I keep with me. No, because you have to I have one. You have like, to, low key you never know where you're going to be. Smoking thing, dude. Right. Movie theaters. Yo, anywhere. Dude. Anywhere. You yeah. know? But um, for me, the first time I did a dab, um, I was definitely like dumb fucking high. Didn't know you're not supposed to hold it in. I'm sitting yeah, there yeah, thinking and I'm that, hitting and a that's bong, what yo. Know. That's I a problem. for an hour and a half straight. That's a problem. People Hated it. Who, 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 who have not smoked uh, wax on a dab or oil on a dab form, when they hold it in like it's gone, you're fucking going to get hurt. I'm you're gonna, supposed to I let that shit die, out ASAP. Dog. Yeah. So I just recently learned because, okay, I had my Boston license like the whole time I've been here. So I just recently got my, my ID. Damn. But there's literally two dispensaries that are in my backyard. Like, you walk out of my building and you walk around the corner and there's two dispensaries. Oh, so finally I was Cali. like, all right, need my fucking California yeah. shit. So they actually just taught me you're not supposed to hold it in. So yeah. here's another time. So I'm going to admit, I can't say that I've never gotten high to that point. It's been years. But I did a dab at my boy's house one night and his, his driveway's mad narrow. Yo, I'm I am the Boston <laughs> baked bitch, and that's because I know how to drive. I know how I know how, it, it's so many different reasons, but I can get out of this motherfucker, right? So I go in, I, I do this mm. damn dab, mm. I, and I'm like, I go out there to get in my car, and I was like, yo, I can't fucking back out of here. So I tried. It was literally like. Yeah. 16 years old, fucking first like time. Like, scene, oh, just like, yo, it was just, just like that. Yeah, like, that's scary. So I went back in the house and I was like, I think these motherfuckers are probably more like fucked up on other drugs. You know what I'm saying? I went in there to the get my stuff. weed. I did a dab, you know, when I was on my way out. And then so normally I'm like, ain't nobody <coughs> touching my shit. And I was like, somebody got to back my car out of this driveway because yeah. that dab got me like, I can't even fucking back yeah. out of this bitch. Thank God I live around the corner. But yeah. that was the first time that I was ever like, Oh no, like I don't ever want to be incapacitated yeah. to that extent. Like I'll do small ones like, you know, being on yeah, Be Real yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, shit, it's shout out to Maliner. Like He's won't like the dad king in there. They no, probably do a drug actually, test to make sure our THC is in your bloodstream. Surprisingly enough, a lot of people in there that don't like Mock Love, he'll eat edibles, but of course, love you Mock Love. Mock Love's going to eat anything that you give him. So you give him some edibles. He's going to fucking eat that shit. There's a few people that come through there that don't. And, that, and that's the thing too. Yeah. So you know, I've seen people that come in there and try to keep up and just can't puke on themselves yeah. and all sorts of funny shit. I'm not going to call you out either. I'm not going to call you out. <laughs> but, I, it's hilarious that puke on themselves. Yes. But, um, you know, so I'll do a dab. I'll, you know, I'll tell them. I'm like, give me a little one so they know. They know the right size dab to give me to the point that I'm like, all right. dudes will try smooth. to fucking give you a jammy. And I, like but I yell at them. One. I'm like, yeah, you're going to waste your fucking wax because I'm not going to hit that shit. I don't like, I want to roll up and I want to smoke. I've never really liked bowls and bongs. I feel like I'm smoking crack. I'll never, and I'll never forget when I was in, um, I had to take a class because I had all of my credits to graduate high school, but I got locked up like right before graduation. So I had to go take a GD class and I'll never forget the day before I went in with my best friend, we were sitting in the car and we, we were hitting a bowl and this was back like I used to do my hair all little cute and curly and I had my two little curls hanging in the front and I definitely 
lit one of those curls all the way on fire. Like when I went to hit the bowl. And I was like, see, this is why I don't fucking yeah. hit that I hate shit. Bowls like, are my absolute least favorite. I like bongs. I, I do like a because it's like one quick banger. It's if a quick I'm in a rip, rush. yeah. Bowls are whack to me. I fucking hate them. I'm not even a huge bubbler guy. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 I try to shit. go joints over blunts nowadays just out of like health reasons. Tobacco, you and know? And also, if you smoke a really good weed, I want to taste it. And I, Thank you. And all my friends who smoke blunts a lot smoke blunts a lot because the tobacco has a more addictive property. Exactly, and that's and what they, it is. They're just chain smoking blunts because that fucking fiberglass and tobacco in those backwoods or whatever pick your poison is 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 the addictive. It's shit. the addictive shit. And I smoke less now that I don't smoke blunts. You well, know, sometimes. And and for a while, uh, back when I was working with like um, with the Russia crew back in Boston, Sean Hines and all them, we. Um, had a uh, Fronto King sponsorship. Oh, yeah. So we Fronto leaves fucking, this shit. Yeah. And you know, the dudes love that. Yo, I saw Prodigal Son the other night. He came out to the joint, yeah. which was dope as fuck. And he pulled out a Fronto, and I was yeah. like, yo. Like, I don't I really mean, smoke blunts like that anymore either, yeah. but now but this is the dope thing, Fronto too. Fronto leaves, a, it, it's, it's like a blunt, but, but it's not a blunt. It's even worse, though, it because is. it's a straight it's, it's, tobacco leaf. It's a real leaf. tobacco leaf, though. At least there's no fiberglass But it's chemicals. still right. So if you're going to do it, you know, do it right. But here's the awesome shit, I'm going to tell you. So this is why lately, matter of fact, we should probably... Blaze that one I brought because yeah. they're vegan. They're vegan blunts, so they're pure hemp. Well, well what makes a blunt unvegan in the first yeah, place? It all the unnatural shit. But what do you mean? It's animal products. So whether it's animal products, um, anything that's like unnatural. But any are of those there animal additives. products in blunts so, already? So you know some I'm, of those chemicals, like the flavoring. It's oh, like just like when it comes down fives. to like Jello and shit comes like that. It has pork, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so those colors touché, and the touché. flavors and all that shit. You know, you sitting there smoking up. These flavored, yeah. you, you might as well be smoking Newports and yeah. shit. Listen to me. <clears throat> that was, yeah. I used to smoke Newports. I'm raspy. It's all right, dude. Raspy's yeah. cool. I got the raspy. You know, that's, I that's, smoke you know. and I got the raspy <laughs> So you know. Uh, yeah. But um, I'm the same way. Like, I've been raw papers for, and shout out to the people from raw. Because, yeah. uh, I'll be, you I'll know, be it was funny. It was like when them. I first started using raws, like years and years ago when they came out, uh, my fucking issue, which was like a lot of people's was, they didn't like stick and stay as well, right? And and they also started the especially the long joints burned funny right, but it just took a longer time perfecting rolling raws was different than rolling like zigzags or anything else yep. right especially the big ones and and like once I got like got them down it was fine but you really have to you have to make sure there's a lot of weed in there it's got to be ground well but packed tight now do you want me to tell you the trick yeah please and enlighten me and all the because listeners because you are damaged absolutely goods. right and this is a fact yo and I feel bad this is another brain-dead moment. I wish I could remember the person who taught me this some years back. Um, the key to raw papers is you are absolutely right because you do have to pack them right. They have to be mm. rolled right because um, they are thinner. So what you do before you roll it, like that one, yeah. that's exactly how I did it. You seen how smooth it was yeah, and all was that, great. right? And I love the filter. I use filters too. Uh, boom. Sla- boom. Shout out to Slayer and the crew because you know, they never taught me used about to, filters. But I do love it because you get all of it. You yeah. know, you're not no, eating it. I, dude, I just had this revelation in the last two years about filters and now I always use them. I used to hate them and now but, yeah, I'm, exactly, a, dude, I'm addicted. I had heavy metal motherfuckers teach me about that shit and I never not now. Right. You don't waste any weed. You never get it in your mouth. Exactly. And it's so much cleaner, dude. It's and you don't have to worry better. about all that sticky ass resin and shit yeah. like that. I mean, some of them still will ooze through the resin. I mean, Sometimes, the filter because it's so much better. It does. I will not never use a filter. Right. So okay. So let me tell you the secret. You crumple it up. Like yeah, you're yeah. about to throw it away. My pops does that, dude. Now look. He's always done I that. I always thought it was bullshit. He even did that with zigzags. Watch the difference in your in your raw paper rolling after that. 
Mm. I'm telling you right I need, now. I, need, I like. Yeah. I want to. I want to show you my method. Yeah. I'm like. I wish I brought my yeah, shit. We, I'm about to. We, I got. I, I got that some shit. elements. Show you my damn I, I, shit. I, I like elements. I oh, I have raws with me. Okay, cool. Well, I, you know, I have some raws in here too. You know too. what? I got everything. The black and red ones. Oh, uh, the elements. Oh, are they blue? I, th- and I think it's the blue and some blue and something. And Those, I do have okay. raws though too. We, I, I got a gang of different ones. Well, but yeah. I always have different. You know, one of these one of these days we should have a we should have a tutorial uh, on rolling. I'll, I'll show my methods styles. and all of that shit. You know, I, a yeah. lot of people when you come from the blunt smoking fucking. Uh, situation of things like people were very like hesitant to go towards the joints and, and, and the the rolling was different like I, I can't roll fucking frontal leaves and backwards you have to know how you know like, I can roll other blunts and obviously I can roll joints but but I got homies who can roll backwards and frontal but can't roll fucking uh, uh, a regular a joint six, you know and it's and it's very different things and they do take and people will be like oh joints taste like, like paper I'm like well fucking blunt tastes like a fucking blunt dude it right. tastes like a goddamn piece See, of tobacco flavored you know the, those old joints like you know the, the 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 old zigzags and all them they were so thick though too at the same time yeah. and you also know what, what I mean? kind of so, weed were they smoking them too right. dude you smoke the flyest best shit I don't want it tainted right why, why are you gonna it? put it in a fucking mango blunt yeah, yeah. Dog, exactly, like that shit dude. is fucking disrespectful. Yeah, it's it, the, the flavors Yo, are gross. It's the, and, and the shit that I got right it. now tastes like berries. You don't yeah. even need that shit. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I think I originally had rolled that blunt because twins and them like to smoke blunts, but I rolled I, it because I, it's a hemp. It. It's all I natural hemp. And I got homies that still like to smoke blunts, and once in a while, I like to too. From at time a, at to time. A, yeah, it's like nostalgia. Even like last week, I smoked two blunts during the week out of weird nostalgia. My girl was like, "Why are you smoking blunts?" And I was like, "I don't know. Sometimes I just get this." This it's desire, at a, you know, like I'm gonna drink some. Well, I wasn't drinking at the time, but like Remy Martin or Hennessy Straight and some fucking Yo, smoke a blunt. Shit. Even though I wasn't drinking, but I just wanted the blunt thing for some weird reason, you know. And uh, it's a once in a while thing. You know what? And I'll tell you too. One of my favorite things. No bullshit. I don't give a fuck. I save my roaches because all my shit is fire. So what I'll do is once my grinder is like the the Keef catches got a nice amount of Keef because you know nowadays they do the, the widow makers and all that yeah, shit yeah, where they yeah. roll the shit up. Yeah. So I love to take. My roaches, I like to take a nice fresh blunt and I like to sprinkle a little of that keef yeah, up in of there. Course, dude. And when that blunt will last me like two days for real. Like I'll put oh, yeah. that shit out. Flip that shit. I just cause you know, you don't really need to taste the jambalaya of burnt weed in the joint. No, no, no. Yeah. But if you that's why from time from to time roaches, I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, I'll roll up a little something when I have those, you know, all hemp blunts and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel you. And I I I I don't mind it once in a while. It's fun. It's like I just don't do it all the time. I know if I do Say I did smoke like two blunts in a night at the party with a bunch of homies. I, I feel it. I feel that shit the next day. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like that. <sighs> yep. You know, because I don't, I, don't, I don't smoke cigarettes. Never have. And I smoke the occasional cigar at like a wedding or a fucking right. whatever. But, but the tobacco leaves hit me hard. And if I'm ever with some fucking European dudes and I accidentally hit a spliff, like a real spliff, yeah. I, I know right a fucking way. Like, Jay you know? Rose smokes spliffs, so for a minute, like I'm, I'm, he taught me how to roast because he don't really have anybody there. So if he's DJing or performing, you know what I'm why saying? He, I gotta be able to roll up. Because he was in Europe, is that why he's yeah, exactly. on that? Exactly. I hate it because I, I actually liked it for a minute. You, you, I was but hitting you him, smoke but, cigarettes. but see, that's the thing is though, is that I quit and I quit for years. But you still, time. you still at least appreciated that tobacco. But flavor. that was I, the, for but me. It's that like, actually, fuck. but it helped me quit cigarettes again. Because that huh. was the thing. My boy, I didn't my boy actually said the cigarettes. same shit. So I got back off it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My boy so said the same shit. That's, my, that's always been my demon and my most evil addiction. But, you know, I always use stress as my excuse when I'm like, fuck well, it, I'm going to go get yeah. a pack. And yeah. I get so mad because, look, I mean, I need my voice. I need my yeah. DJ voice. I'm raspy as it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be on flow like... 
Let's Can I it. pour you some coffee yeah. while I'm smoking yeah. my cigarette? Like I'm there already raspy like this. There was a woman at Lanes like and Games this. in North Cambridge bowling out there. Lanes and Games. Lane Seven on me. Ah, she got like the voice thing. I love her. Oh my god! It smells like cigarette smoke in that bowling alley. Right. And it just, every time you, you smell that stank shit, you it's think great. of that. It's but great. see, so I can't be doing that anyway. And not to mention, I don't need to. I smoke weed. I don't yeah. need to smoke cigarettes. So that's my thing is, um, well, like, it, I, it, like I said, that's always, that, that's always been my like evil demon that I just always kind of go back to that. I promised myself my birthday is February 12th. No more. Never again. I'm not going to hit spliffs. I'm not going to hit fucking tobacco blunts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that's it. Lady. So that's my, my well, birthday present to myself is, is health and to never, ever, not even socially to hit a cigarette living, again. Living in California now that the weed is recreational, and even before it was, it was very widely accepted. Right. Like, people smoke weed out here very openly, mm-hmm. way more than anywhere in the East Coast that I, even now it's, that it's legal in places. And I think, like, that makes it a little easier because you can smoke weed for the stresses that you might have used tobacco or cigarettes for before, and especially now that it's recreational as of a couple, like, a weeks ago. This, this you, you can just be a little more open with it and use that. And, and I think more people, I, I, I would like to hope to see more people using weed in, in cannabis products in place of other shit now that it's a little more accepted right now that you're not some fucking weirdo Agreed. that smokes weed or eats edibles you can use it for medicinal purposes like for real it's fucking medicinal as shit but now see the thing is though is that the misconception is in this this recreational usage and stuff like that and um being able to smoke weed openly and shit like that oh yeah you can't be doing it down on the street in public you, all over now the they're place. just gonna be going out looking for to get you a DUI and they, will. And they, and they will and they, they do that but in Massachusetts you can now fight now. it like yeah. I can go into a doctor and be like I need to quit smoking cigarettes this is why I need weed and yeah. I'll have a note and I'll be like yeah. you can't say shit motherfucker because I'm smoking because yeah. I'm not smoking cigarettes it doesn't I, matter they can't yeah. even ask you why you have your card but, I mean, but if yeah. you have it you're good Yeah, yeah. so you don't need you can't a, walk down Main Street blazing everywhere I mean but fuck you it can, I do though. anyway I, mean, I can't I can't bullshit I'm one of those those and ignorant I, motherfuckers I do that does it I don't care I do I'm not and stupid and but. as long as you're an <laughs> asshole if you're like a little smart about it they got bigger fish to fry right they got I mean like if you're right in front of them yeah fuck they're probably gonna just like jaywalking in LA is a 200 Twenty dollars ticket. Yo, my cousin got one. My boy got one. They'll get you, but they're not gonna go out of the way. Exactly. So just don't be a fucking idiot about it. Exactly. Dude. Don't light up a joint in the the bar, the club. Use your fucking pen well, or step outside. Well, and use now, your fucking pen, bro. Here's the thing. I do want to say. I'm sorry not to inter- not to cut you off. Cut but this off. is this is what's kind of crazy though. Is um. At the at the Hollywood Hemp Museum when when I was DJing an event there, there was a turn market event. Um, and I was sitting on the stage and you know it, beginning of the night or whatever. I'm getting ready to DJ and I was smoking a joint. And, you know, I'm sitting there standing, realizing, like, I'm literally standing next to a cop. Yeah. And that cop was in there to protect yeah. us. He's protecting you and your rights. Exactly. And that was the first time. This was before that's, that's it big. was recreational. That's big. But, but you know, it it's medicinal. the fact you still need your rec to get into these yeah. events. So, you know what I'm saying? There's yep. nobody there that can't be there. But I was like, damn, this is dope as fuck. Because I remember I used to love... Being able to go to certain parts of, because when it became decriminalized was when I kind of moved back. Because that was a big thing. Is a big part of my career was in Virginia and DC. I, mm-hmm. I was named DJ Beans in DC. So when I came back to Boston from DC in like 2011, 2012, that's when it was like they were just giving like twenty five, fifty dollar tickets yeah. if you were outside smoking weed. Like you know, growing was about to be legal and all yeah. that shit. You know, um, but. Uh, I just I got I got thrown off on the, on so the point how, of that. The, the, the recreational. Oh, rec- so yeah, like needing a, a recreational and stuff like that to the point that it's it's decriminalized and everything like that, and it's not you know so frowned upon. Yeah. Um. But no, I still lost. I my mean, fucking the, point the, to that. The this society- is not for me being a pothead, y'all. <laughs> this really isn't. I just I got distracted because a gnat flew in my face, and you know, I was like, let me kill this gnat and I'm, not 
talk about what I was talking with, about. With ganja and shit, like I'm pretty, I like I'm up up upfront about its pluses and minuses, right? And for me, the pluses for me outweigh the minuses. And there's everything like a medicine has pluses and minuses. And this is what I tell people who have uh, criticisms of, of ganja being healthy for you, what have you, right? Because any medicine can be good for you, be yet bad for you. So. For me, I'm just speaking for Jake the Snake. I'm not speaking for anyone else. For me, Ganja's negatives or cons would be my short-term memory. My short-term memory sometimes isn't as good. And I get crazy fucking munchies. And maybe I'm not as motivated, but yet I'm still a pretty creative, motivated dude. No, no, no. But those are my little cons. But my pros are, I don't have a fucking temper. I don't have my violent temper. My anxiety is better. I can sleep. I can eat. I, I I'm actually am creative and productive and I'm a fucking more self-reflective person and thus a better member of society. I'm a better person for those around me. So I'm better with it than without it. Okay, so I'm definitely going to need you to come to my event because I'm yeah, going to school you on down. some shit. So now this Done. is this is what is beautiful about the recreational use. Oh, so my point where I just got brought off was that I loved how the fact was before in like New York and Boston, you could smoke weed openly as long as you weren't being disrespectful because they were more concerned with coke and guns. Mm-hmm. So in California, yes, California has always had that um, that you know, more of a freedom when it comes to smoking weed and stuff yeah. like that. Um, now the difference is just like that. So like you said, for me, I've always been a very anxious person. Um, I've never found a weed that can knock me out. Indicas and stuff like that supposed to knock you out, all yeah. that kind of shit. I get anxiety. I get whatever. So now learning about all these different strains and the way that they're made, you can now go up to somebody and be like, look, I'm hyperactive. Yeah. I have super fucking anxiety. What do you suggest? But I'm a creative. I got to be able to work. Yeah. So, you know, nowadays, hybrids are the biggest yeah, thing. Dude. So It's like a medicine. You get prescribed. What I might have to leave you. you this blunt because this Please. specific bud that I, that I got here. Um, so it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, I think you, yeah. you will really, really enjoy it. But, um, and it's in an all hemp wrap. So oh, you'll love shit. it. So this is what I love is I like to be able to go up and tell people, you know, what I'm looking for specifically. And this specific strain here, I recently fell in love with Platinum Widow. Um, because it's made it's platinum Kush white widow hybrid. Um, no, it's actually white widow is just pure. I mean, um, platinum widow is just it, it's a pure. Oh, like, okay. The one that that I'm actually going to give you and we smoked a little of earlier mm-hmm. is actually since he was out of the um, platinum widow because the platinum widow is made that's something that's it, it is a bit of a hybrid. I, I don't know what the indica is. I it, I don't think it's a Kush, but they um they have a San Fernando Kush that's very similar mm-hmm. at the same time right now. That's kind of the same type of balance. But it's a it's a, uh, a sativa dominant, so it, it's not going to knock you out. It's going to make you creative. Now the sativas are more of like the the stimulants. That's why a lot of people get yeah, anxious yeah, and yeah. paranoid. Whatever. Yeah, and that's what and when people complain about the uh, I can't smoke weed, it gets me paranoid. I'm like, well, what do you smoke? You, if you're you know what you're taking, in, yeah, you have exactly, to know what you're smoking. And that's what no. I think the dopest thing about states where it's it's either medicinal or or recreational is you people actually know about that shit. They yes. know that in other states, like people, nobody knew that back in Mass before and the laws changed. So you know, and now I'm going to actually tell you about an event that that you would probably actually you would probably love this. It's for um any kind of weed influencers, but there's this thing right now. It's called Kush Node. Yeah, um, I've seen this. So I'm going to DJ, you know, their event at the end of the month. Um, and this, the chatbots are a new thing, right? But this chatbot bot puts fucking Siri to shame. It is custom made for you and gets to know you over time to That's the point that creepy. you can say, to it, 
Yeah, creepy, it's a scary, creepy, Sky definitely net. without without yeah. a doubt. Like I hate all this kind of yeah, shit, yeah, like yeah, Facebook no, but... Messenger, all that. But I'm impressed. Oh by yeah, this. I mean yeah, the it is literally your weed technology. concierge. So you can say to it, <laughs> you know, I can't sleep. I need this. They're gonna find you a dispensary near you that has a strain. That's it. Then it asks you, Are you okay? Do you need an Uber? That's it. And if you say no, I need an Uber, they instantly call you an Uber and send an Uber to you. So th- this event that I'm doing is kind of going to bring in all the influencers and the business owners, the you know, the, the and the doctors and the lawyers that are here to teach you your rights and stuff like that. Um, and that comes back down to this is why I love, you know, it being recreational yeah. and being able to speak to these medical people and talk to them and and be able to ask them like I have this pain, I have this. What do you suggest? You know, and things like that. And um. The thing, oh, that I was going to tell you about earlier that I don't have super details on right now, but apparently they're doing this research. Uh, the strain is only grown in a certain part of Africa, um, but it's called THV. So somebody like me, like you said, you get the munchies. I smoke yeah. weed and my appetite goes away. So I, I need have to that. wait I need after that. I well, smoke. Give me that one, dude. All of them do that to snacking. me, in well, all honesty. But I the one I'm going to leave you, you machine, might be all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I tell you this shit, is, it's called THV. And it's the same thing. It's completely natural. It's an herb, but it does the reverse effects. So it's actually going to be utilized to start helping people instead of going on diet pills. It's going to suppress your appetite. Um, mm. it, it, they're doing. They're just doing all yeah, this research yeah. on it. Like I said, it's only you know in Africa right now. Um, but just the research that they're going to be open to do and stuff like that. Everything's in Africa, man. That's why they want to take it away and hide it from you. Everything's in Africa. Look, facts. That, you know, that's that, that, take yes. it for themselves. I, I won't say facts. Let's say facts versus truth. That's truth. Yeah, yeah. That's truth right there. Yeah. So, but that shit sounds ill, man. That's yeah. You, the, the the medicinal properties of this shit is is like mind blowing, and and shit that you and I was talking about earlier before we started was uh like being you know from Boston and Massachusetts and the specifically like that region of the country. Uh, you know, opiates are fucking real deal, and now they're everywhere. They're real deal issues and shit. But but. Like in the states, we were saying in the states where marijuana is medicinal, the opiate usage and, and overdose rates are significantly lower. Yes. Like even even if it's been like a two years since that state got their weed shit, it's dropped. Yes. Even Massachusetts is starting to drop And that now. is fucking crazy. And dude, like if that's not fucking evidence that this shit is better and like that shit is such poison, like fucking why can't we just keep passing this shit? You know, you know, so, and I will tell you, so I'm, Jeff I'm Sessions gonna, wants to like set us back with this. Oh, it's so bad, dude. You're gonna, what are you trying to do? You, you know, elf motherfucker. And, 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 and that's the thing. And I know if, if there's anybody that's, that's listening that is familiar with me or has been on my Instagram, um, I'm, I'm very, very big on this because I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm fucking innocent. In my younger years, I'm just so blessed that my addiction is music and I have a positive outlet. Mm. I have experimented with just about everything, and I can't even fucking lie and say I haven't smoked crack because somebody laced a blunt. Yeah. You know, you know not like I ain't fight I a motherfucker lace, after I, they I do some shit. I smoke laced blunts as a youngster, my you damn know? self. Yeah. Look, and my biggest thing is shit. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit yeah. shit. I used to fucking do dirt. I used to sell coke. I used to do a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. So I was doing blowback when I was maybe like 19, and, and at the time I was in, you know, I, was, I had just gotten out the system. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't really know my dad. Uh, you know, I didn't get along with my mom, shit like that. And we were doing coke and this one dude thought he was cute. And I, I sniffed a line or something and I was laid out. And that wasn't coke. So when I came to, when I looked at him and I said, what the fuck was that? And he laughed at me and told me it was heroin. Yeah. When I tell you I got up and I beat that dude's ass, he tried to hit me back and everything. Fuck him. I fucked him yeah. up because my dad, right it was so. a heroin addict. So this is how I first became real familiar 
was it, it, it is such an epidemic in Massachusetts. And recently, just a couple of weeks ago, um, my baby cousin, uh, the only other female in my family, she overdosed and died on heroin mm. at 26 years old. Um, mm. It's definitely a touchy very subject sorry, for me, and very, thank very you. Sorry. But that leads back to you know my Instagram post. I very sure. unapologetically, right after I found out about it, I put up a, a video of me breaking down about how upset I was about it because it has been an epidemic in Massachusetts for many, many years to the point that, you know, when I was 19, I got up and I moved because I was watching people who never even smoke yeah. weed fucking shoot some heroin and die instantly. And, you know, talking to my mom, she came out and admits to me. I was, so I was born in Beverly, which is, to a lot of people, they think it's, you know, bougie, whatever, yeah. but every place has their hoods. Yeah. Every place has their good and their bad. Um, you know, and then my dad lived in Lawrence and shit like that. So I ended up, you know, Lawrence and Beverly and yeah. stuff like that. But my mom told me they used to call it Skagtown because how back in the day, how bad it was with heroin addicts. And, you know, that's one of those that's one of those drugs that's just so highly addictive. It's yeah. like, you know, people will start with those Oxycontins yeah. and it's a dollar a milligram. It, it's so just, it, just it just ends up being smooth cheaper. transition to the dope. We were talking about this on my last episode. It's a very smooth transition right. into heroin. And it's cheaper. Yeah. So that's what they do. Exactly. So like in, in an instance with my dad. Now, I'll tell you, I'll never I'll never forget when I first moved in with my dad because before they put you in foster care they always yeah. find your, your your parent try to put you there so long story short didn't really know him knew i was just living there to be he even looked at me like i'll never forget he looked at me and was like you are a mistake but you're here now it's cool we're gonna make it work mm. so i was a resident in his house so he basically knocked on my door one day <laughs> and you know he threw a i'm in there with my homegirl and he throws a pack of maros at me I'm like, I don't fucking smoke these Marlboros. I was on the fucking Raspy Newports. So, you know, so I opened the pack. You're and it, it, it's, it's black dudes. <laughs> you know? That's right, yeah. So it, it was a whole pack of joints. And I said, oh, shit. And he oh, looked at me. Oh, inside the Marlboros. Yeah. That's what's up. So he looked Good at looks. me and he goes, you smoke, right? And I said, nah, dad, I don't smoke. And he goes, you and your homegirl, try that shit out. Wow. Sell them for five bucks a piece. I was like, word, dad. Yeah. Good looking out. So me and my homegirl in there, I was like, yo, is this a trick? She was like, bitch, smoke that shit. You know he smokes. Because yeah. the first time, like, I didn't know my dad, but when I went to go visit my grandmother's house, and he wasn't allowed there when I was there, so I would go in his room, and there was always this specific smell. Yeah. So the first time I smoked mm, weed, I said, familiar. oh, shit, son, that's what my dad's room smells like. <laughs> so, you know, so I always knew my dad smoked weed, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, so that, that, that was a big thing, you know, with, with my dad, is that he was always a super fucking, he was a weed snob. And I'll never forget when I thought we had this fight. Because, you know, back then it was like BC Buds. You yeah, had your yeah. kind buds and you had man, your fucking, fucking you had your dirt. Oh, the, we the didn't have all dirt, that dirt. super funky, you know? So I remember my dad was like, yo, find me some good shit. And I brought him like what I thought was the killer kind bud. He, he was, was like, disappointed in you. He shooed me away. And, and my boys had driven like an hour away. I was like, <laughs> yo, my bad dog. Like I felt stupid. And then uh, this motherfucker smoked White Widow with me. And I said, oh. I get it. He put you on. I get it. So I was like, I used to call that shit old people weed. And then I was like, nah, that ain't old people weed. They smoking the good shit. We got the bullshit. Now, see, with my dad, back in the day, he holds titles in the world for the deadlift. Um, It runs in my family that we have, we got muscles now. Ain't gonna bullshit. The man got strong genetics. No, if you ever see him, no fucking neck. Really? I think it was like just fucking like, ear to ear to shoulder, yo, just boom. He's like that huge. Not, oh. So you know the way it happened with him is how it happens with a lot of people. Sure, you brought is, a lot of boys home to his house, right? Man, listen. When I tell you, I I didn't really know him, but knowing in passing, every woman he was ever with was always young and they were always fine. So you oh, know, shit. like my dad was a pimp. So go ahead, daddy. But uh, yeah, he um. So you know, 
he ended up dislocating a disc many, many years back. So, you know, oh, that's it, how you it already starts, know how dude. it starts. That's, so I don't I, even dude, that's the same there, right? fucking story that everybody Every needs to know because it's the real story. dude. So, you know, he loves his weed. And that was his big thing is that, you know, it just came to a point that he was just in so much pain mm. that it just it escalated. Yep. And now now the problem, the epidemic is so it, the, the anniversary is actually coming up. The first day in Nam on the 25th mm. of my dad passing four years ago. Um, my grandfather happened Sorry, to be in the yeah, coma yeah. at the time. And, you know, he was a father figure to me. Thank you. Um, but luckily he was in a coma, so he didn't know. But my dad ended up, he overdosed and he died on heroin. And uh, my little 16-year-old brother found him. Mm. And, you know, I, re I remember him just saying, you know, he was just in a lot of pain. But that night, just in Beverly alone, Four bodies had come through the ER from a bad batch from these motherfucking well, heroin addicts. Yeah, dude, I mean, heroin it, dealers cutting the shit with fucking yeah, fentanyl. fentanyl. Yeah, and that, that's something that's that I was just talking about people. on the podcast. And that's something that it's, it's bad everywhere, but in Massachusetts specifically. It's so bad. The it's the, there's a, the other kind of fentanyl. It's, it's car fentanyl, which is like it's like 10 times stronger than the dope they're cutting it with. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, these aren't even like hot shots and shit they're giving out. These are like just murderous things. And they're cutting coke in New England with fentanyl, which is, it, you wouldn't cut an upper with this thing You're anyway. You're fucking speedballing, and so exactly. that's how people and so, die, And yo. people who do coke don't necessarily do heroin, so they're not expecting this, and they're getting fucking... Probably can't take yeah. that. And yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And, and it's one of, and, and you know, at my nuts, dad's dude. funeral, this little girl, this and, and you know, she is your typical, um, you know, my dad's side of the, the family is Sicilian. Um, and then her mom is French, so you know she's got the blonde hair, blue eyes. Her side, you know, her brother, mm. and we're all like, you know, the dark skin on that side. But uh, you know, she was always. I'll just never forget when when she was born. You know, I was the only female. I was yeah. really other than like the older women who were like, you know, getting ready to go. I was the only one to carry on that bloodline. And when she was born, everybody was so excited because they were like, all right, there's another female, you know, on that side of the family. And very smart, beautiful girl. And uh, you know, she she went to college and all that shit. And at my dad's funeral, uh, you know, we were sitting on the couch. We went back to the crib and. You know, I found out, by the way, my whole fucking family smokes weed. The only, my mom, <laughs> the only reason my mom don't smoke is because she said it gives her the munchies and she goes to sleep so she don't bother. But um, we were sitting there talking and she came out and she admitted to me and she goes, this is so hard to tell you, but, you know, I'm, I'm addicted to heroin. And, you know, my heart fucking broke and I sat there and there was like, there was only so much I could do. Yeah. You know, she would hit me up to borrow money to, you know, yeah. for hotels or whatever excuse she would give me. And, you know, and I just, I would, I would not enable her because I watched too many people enable addicts because they don't want to see them go through that pain. And I am, am being very selfish, but not by no. my standout now is by saying your fucking physical withdrawals that you have to go to, if people love you and they're willing to go through that shit. If you remember the movie, The Basketball Diaries, oh, you yeah. can almost feel the pain when he's going through Jim those Carol. withdrawals. And no, yo, yeah. classic shit. So, great poet. He's a great poet. You know, and, 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 and you know, um, so it falls river the the Celtics player that you know oh Chris uh, Heron Chris yeah, Heron yo that shit oh, hits home incredible so hard. story yeah but Great. you know um, regardless it's just you know that that yeah. shit that shit can 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 bring yeah. anybody down I, uh, and you just can't people that love you they enable and sometimes that ends up being one of the biggest problems is you have to realize mm. like those physical withdrawals. Fuck them. They get once you get over them and you can be strong and move on. The people that you leave behind 
from this addiction yeah. is the pain is so much worse. And a lot of people don't think of that because you're going through those physical pains and stuff like that, the withdrawals. And I can't say that I have ever physically felt them, but I can tell you that I have felt way too many times what it's like yeah. to lose somebody to that fucking demon drug and all these man-made drugs and all that other kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, it makes me, as I you mean, see, it makes me yeah. furious. I mean, like, I've been to funerals, like seeing people, friends and family getting buried because uh, of that shit and, and it's it's crazy it, it just it, it's crazy when they're young when they're younger than to, me my you aunt and uncle they have to bury their 26 yeah. year old daughter and my little brother who yeah. happens to be um, his mom we have different moms and his mom died of cancer years ago and then we get reunited and his dad dies and then Vanessa was his same age you know best friend and I had to fucking call and tell him yeah. like yo you'll never believe this shit but you know and the first thing he said was I fucking hate heroin and when I put that post up on Instagram you know a couple of people hit me and were like don't show people your weakness and I said no fuck that yeah, that's not weakness, I said that's I want strength. people to see my puffy face and that's strength though you're being you know comfortable out, in your vulnerability that's I went strong. out and DJed a whole fucking gig right after I found out because I'm like I'm not gonna sit here and cry over this shit but I'm gonna be vocal and I'm gonna show people that I hurt no, that, fuck you guys that's strength dude because Yo. you're speaking uh, your mind you're speaking positive shit people need people need to know these pains they need to know you and your family suffered I mean not that it's good that no, they did but, but, but honestly like this. if we because have to be an example exactly. if we're going through this and let also us be an example. others that are suffering too now they don't feel so alone there's a yes. connectedness and there's more motivation for them to make sure they're walking the right path and yes. bringing their friends and family on the right path and that's the thing because this is so much bigger than it is I've got family members who are getting over it these kind of addictions and issues and some still dealing with it yes. and I have other family members that are covering for them and pretending like it's not an issue and it's a fucking issue and then I got others who are dealing it wide open hey I'm coming out of rehab the third time and I'm fucking struggling and their moms or dads are you know open about it and then I got others that are covering it up I'm like don't cover it up yes. we all know about be it be real we got it we, it's, it, this is common you're not a weirdo you're not some fucking loner and, and, and addiction is a disease that's the thing like oh. there's some hard headed pig headed motherfuckers that want to be like nah people choose their past da 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 but no you know what you just got blessed that you've never been addicted yeah. and had to deal with some shit. Everybody's I mean, addicted even, to something. Even if you did extent. choose that bath, that's a we, we make mistakes. It's a disease. You, you know, know, my cousin, I know she got dragged into that. it by I a man. Yeah. And that can happen. You know, people I, are I very have a female well influenced. The same thing got dragged into it by a man. You know, shit, I got addicted to cigarettes because I wanted to look cool. Like, yeah. get the fuck. I'm not gonna no. I'm not gonna bullshit. And uh it's yeah, I mean like isn't anytime you want to change it around, even if it's late in the game and you're like 70 or 60, like Great, better late than never. Exactly. You know, there's no reason to not want to. There's no shame in it. No, and, and, and the uh. strength to be able to do it is, is big. And, and what was beautiful to me was the amount of people, um, some publicly, Supported, which I respected right? even more, but some, you know, just DMing me and being like, I'm, yeah. I'm battling with it or I've, I've, I've overcome thing, it, it, it. And I'm it, like, you're yo, fucking Superman. It brings Superman. people together, man. No, that's the shit. Being like what you did is, is strong and important because it, it, it opens up. Dialogue and conversation between people who might not have opened up about that before. Like the podcast I did last week with, with the Justin Clancy, when he was open about his addiction shit. I had people DMing me who were dealing with the shit he was dealing with who don't know him or me personally, but just saying thank you guys for talking about that and shit like that. And now more people will want to face their shit or talk about it. And, and, and not be scared yeah, and not man. to be ashamed. And that's, that's the thing too, because it's hard. One of the hardest things I think 
for people to understand is like it, it's a pride thing too. Of course, nobody yeah, wants to feel like they're fucked up. No one wants right. to feel like they're losing. And in nobody life. wants to it's admit terrible, that there's something dude. else is controlling them. Yeah, man. And that shit happens. Yeah, we like I was telling egos. you, you know, my, my my biggest demon was it, it was still is really cigarettes because yeah. I still might have my and back. We all and forth. we all got our demons too. That's exactly. why that's why you should never alienate anybody speaking about this because your 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 demon could be a drug, a substance, it could be Some people women, use yoga, money, sex, yeah, exercise in the gym, dude, doing too many fucking. Whatever's you know, it, like yeah, there's there's so there's many different something. things that we all got, and, and it's nice when when you do things like that, when when people take chances like that, and they open up this dialogue, and people start communicating. It's ill, and Great. and in there's 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 ways to combat these things. Well, we don't have to take the road of fucking opiates or or all these fucking big pharma things. It's obviously it's tough because that's what they they that's suggest they, they give you. But I mean, like the fact that like ganja is is getting like like medicinalized and recreationalized in so many states is so ill because it really does magical shit for your health. Yep. You know and what I'm my, my biggest fear now, though, at this point, is that the government's gonna find a way to taint that shit. Well, too, I mean, which they will. Technically, they already technically, have. Technically, they've always federally they've always been right. allowed to fuck us, and that's why they they still federally would raid fucking dispensaries and. And fuck that's all going to start happening soon, you know, because I mean, now if people aren't doing things absolutely well, legit, they're going to do it. But right now, there's too much going on I for think, them to be able to take them all. I think down. the financial, I think the financial benefits that states are seeing is going to snowball and outweigh, like like Colorado, Washington, uh, Oregon, like the financial upswings that those states received is insane. And now California is going to be their mass, all all these other states, and in Nevada. I think like the more the other states be like, yo, this motherfuckers are getting some money. Yep. Fuck. And right. the drunk driving rates are down. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Let's do it oh, too. Crime rates and are now, down. And now that. when more and more do it, then the, the fucking federal government's like, yo, all these states are down. Like they're not gonna. What what power do we have now? Yeah. You know. So it just gotta keep going. I mean, it's only been a few years. I mean, it's been like what ten years or I don't know. When did medicinal weed start? I don't even know. I'm sure it's been longer years. than that because I'll never forget when I was yeah. like 15. 17 and people would come out and be like, yo, yeah, maybe like medicinal weed. Well, it was 20 definitely years. early 2000s that's not very long. I remember That's it, not very so long, not right? So this is in the baby process and but it's just it, moving like quick. Though. It's fucking moving quick. Even though we got evil motherfuckers in, in office trying to bring in legislation to combat it, the, the people are speaking. And not, you know what speaks really though? It's the fucking dollar. And evil motherfuckers don't care about all this shit. They care about the dollar. Walmart's evil as fuck, but they sell vegan and organic food not because they care about your diet, because they want to make wanna money make off money. those customers. They don't want you to go somewhere exactly. else to get it, because that's so, what you have so to these do. People, these states, these big companies are going to come in for this shit. It's like, it, it, even though it's a, their intentions are wrong, the outcome is still good. Exactly, because at the end of the day, it benefits the people that yeah, are trying man. to do this thing. So God, that's a, that's why it really is amazing, and and you know when get and that's why I'm so blessed right now to be such a big part of it, and, yeah. and you know. I may be providing the music and everything like that, but I'm learning so much, yeah, and you know, next. it's just it's it's a it's just amazing. And yeah. you know, I used to be a Beans program director, so I used to have to, you know, listen to all this trap stuff oh, and things yeah. like that. So now I'm like, okay, so dope. Now that I'm not doing that, you can actually like enjoy and respect can, your what, shit. Yes, yeah. and you know, Fuck I still yeah, have dude. to know all that. Being a real DJ and stuff like that, you know, at <laughs> yeah. the end of the day. I may not listen to them, but I still have all these <laughs> whack ass albums. You hear them, but like you don't that. listen. But yeah, but oh, it's it's, it's uh, you know it's it's, it's just it's amazing uh, to now I have this other realm that yeah, I can dude. be a part and of. And you're killing it too. That's like you, you kind of have your like your lane, dude. That's well, the beansy lane. This is what was really cool for me is that you know I um it you know back in April I dropped my Rain and Real Reefa mixtape, which mm. I'm just like whether you smoke or you don't, if you're a real hip hop head, you're gonna love this tape. That's good music. Um and. 
ever since then, you know, I started to realize, I'm like, yo, I didn't realize they, they have all these sessions and, you know, all these really dope things that they're doing out here. Maybe I need to be a little more involved in that. So when, you know, j Mean Green brought me in on this situation and I started going to festivals, I was like, there's no female DJs out here, though. Yeah. Like, I'm about to... I want to be the female face of yeah. cannabis when it comes to DJing. You got that. And I, yo, like go. In, in just a few months, I'm so blessed to be like every single big cannabis thing that, that you know, for the most part is the, all these people are reaching out to yeah. me, all their sessions. Like I'm doing a Super Bowl sesh on the fourth. You know, I got, I got all sorts of sessions that I'm doing. And now this is that, that one I was telling you about with Kush note is now this is like corporate marijuana world. This yeah. is not, your, your little random sessions like this is everything is super legal like all these people have been paying taxes on whatever products they've been doing for yeah. years you know they have their their lawyer base they have every different element and all these advocates you know you know like people like even melissa etheridge and people like that that are super <laughs> fucking strong fucking marijuana uh, I, fuck you, I didn't know that i just the thought people like that lesbian, are to come out uh, i'm like come, i'm like come to my woman. window that's yeah. all i know is i just remember she was the first one to come yeah. out and yeah, we were like all the girls on my high girl. school field hockey team loved her yo listen i used to be that super homophobe that went crazy I'm not fucking homophobe. Lesbian. i was just joking that's yeah no i'm just a cunt i just went fucking i'm sorry that's my favorite word you can believe that we don't believe shit out here my my and our mothers and such they can't do. Oh, see, that's what I'm, that's what the fuck well, I'm talking about. fucking Irish Americans from Boston. So see, oh, clearly, cunt is in our, yeah. in, in, our in, in, in some in some vernaculars, it's more commonplace. And but, but the problem is most it's not. So people are like fucking. It burns their ears. But you see, know? that's why I t I like to take the power away from that shit. That's why I call yeah. myself the Boston Big Bitch. That ain't yeah. no insult to me. I yeah. love that shit. Yeah. Fucking call me a bitch because you know what? I'm yeah. a bitch when I need to be. Yeah, and if you, you watch, if you watch, if you watch, uh, you you ever watch Kimmy Schmidt? No, but I'm aware of okay, the program. Okay, so look, yes, that shit is hilarious. I've but heard, I've heard point, good things. I've heard very good things. It is hilarious. I mean, yeah. they bombed the third season, disappointingly, oh. but one and two I've is hilarious. I've heard great things, though. But she's somebody funny, ended though. It, She's hilarious. So somebody called her a bitch, though, and she goes, oh, I'm something that makes cute, fluffy puppies? Uh, that sounds great. Uh, but yeah, that's what, you know, you make words like cunt and bitch just to pot, you know. You are around me enough and you hated that word, you're going to accidentally call somebody gotta, a cunt. You got to do it sometimes, dude. Yeah. I mean, I say all kinds of fucked up shit, so cunt's the least of my worries, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, dude, let's go get high. I